it's the end of another pretty awful game week of FPL. Today, we're going to have a look at my first transfer plans going into double game week seven. The players I'm considering selling. Am I going to target Luton? Am I going to target Burnley? And what I'm going to do with my team. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here and today it is time for my game week 7 transfer plans. Today we're going to be having a look at my team, my first thoughts of what I'm going to do going into game week 7 which of course is the double game week, both Burnley and Luton Town have a double game week. Luton having that fixture against Everton and then Burnley, whilst Burnley have that fixture against Newcastle and then against Luton as well. So probably easier for Luton. There are some assets we need to consider. I've got one of them in my team. So we're going to have a little bit of a review of that today. Before we get any further, we're going to try and hit 1,000 likes on the video. Subscribe if you are new around here. The goal of 100k subs before the end of the season feels like a long way off. But if you want to help me get there, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. So Lining up on screen is my team for game week seven. I've just been to watch Chelsea play and we'll talk about Chelsea assets. Basically sell them all, sell them now and sell them as quickly as you possibly can. But I've just got back from watching Chelsea. Holly, my girlfriend, has basically sat me down, got my team out and said, Harry, I think you need to wildcard. What are you doing with your team? Your team is rubbish. You've still got Pickford in goal. You've got double Newcastle defence. You've got double Manchester United midfield. Why have you got double... Manchester City forwards, you've got way too many double ups. Why have you not got Son? A lot of these things. And it was a real confidence booster for my team. So I'm not in the best of minds looking at my team going into game week seven, but I'm okay with it. I don't think we need to quite be playing the wild card just yet. Looking at some of the players that I am unhappy with, of course, Pickford and my goalkeepers continue to be an area of disappointment, but I have held him knowing that he does have Luton at home this week and Bournemouth at home in game week eight. I am going to keep Pickford and I am going to keep Turner for now because it does look like Turner is going to keep his place in the Nottingham Forest goal for the time being. Looking into my fence, I'm going to start Kabore this week. He's come in for Purvis' Dupinan. We've got double defence in Fabian Shah and Botman. They do have Burnley at home in game week seven. So fingers crossed for a clean sheet, given that I own two of them. More than a lot of people still considering buying them and they only have one. But I think a double up is still quite strong. Into midfield, Madison looks great. He's definite hold. Saka looks great. He is also a definite hold with his fixture. Up front, Erling Haaland and Julian Alvarez, for me, are probable holds as well. If we get early team news that Alvarez isn't going to start, I might have to consider what to do. And Buemo has been a long hold for me, but he has blanked again. And Brentford looked really poor against Everton. Without Rico Henry... Maybe it's reactionary, but I worry a little bit about what they're going to do over the next few weeks. And then it is the double Manchester United midfield. Yes, I'm happy I kept Bruno Fernandes. And yes, I'm happy he scored. But outside of a wonder strike that we got from him, what a goal that was. Outside of that, I'm just not happy with the performances that we're getting. Not happy with the potential points that I'm going to get from them. On the bench, Archer first sub. Estupanan first sort of defender, second on the bench. And Udogi third with that Liverpool away fixture. Not too worried about my defence. I have one free transfer, 3.1 million in the bank. Particularly in midfield, there are a lot of players I'm still quite unhappy with. So the first sort of cat in the bag, the first sort of elephant in the room that we need to talk about is what we're going to do and potentially we're going to do with Morris. Now, Morris did score in game week six. I was hoping he didn't and I could go under the radar with probably not bringing him in. But I do need to discuss if there's a route for me to get him into my team. I have Kabori in my defense. I don't want any of the Burnley options. The only one I was considering was Foster up front, but he got suspended with a red card. So Morris is the only one I'm considering from the double to add to my squad. And of course, I'm not going to sell Erling Haaland, so I have two options. I could sell Julian Alvarez, which feels absolutely crazy, or I could upgrade Archer to him. Now, 
If we get early team news that Julian Alvarez is not going to start against Wolves, there is a small part of me that thinks selling Julian Alvarez to Morris will probably pay off enough points to then reverse the transfer another week later if I decided to. Morris would get a minimum of sort of four points because he's playing in two games. If he gets a return, that's probably 10 points. Was Alvarez coming off the bench for a one-pointer. If Alvarez does not start in the game week seven fixture, there is a chance I make that sideways switch. But I'm relying on team news. And Manchester City are not the earliest kickoff. They play at three o'clock on Saturday. There is a 12.30 kickoff, which is Aston Villa-Brighton. So I'm not certain that I'm going to get that news anyway. And if I don't get the news, I'm pretty certain I'll just hold on to Alvarez. The other thing that I could do is upgrade Archer. Now, this would mean I'd have to bench someone in my starting 11 currently, which I don't love. It could end up being one of the Manchester United guys, but they do have Palace at home. If I'm going to keep them, I may as well start them in that fixture. So I could upgrade Archer to Morris. I have the money in the bank to do it. It would leave me with a little bit of money spare as well for future transfers. The only thing with it is it doesn't really allow me to do the transfers going forward that I want to. I wouldn't have the money in the bank to potentially do some of the transfers I've got planned for the next few weeks. So although it might boost my team going into game week seven, I think it's most likely to lock me into a game week eight, nine or ten wildcard. Game week 10 most likely because I already have some Spurs in my team. So at the moment, unless we get news of Alvarez benching, I just don't think I'm going to own Morris in game week 7. He's a good pick for game week 7. If you have Jackson in your team, if you have Jao Pedro in your team, either of these guys out and buying Morris is an absolute no-brainer of a transfer. He's going to rise in price at least once this week, probably twice. I would consider doing it early if you want to catch some price rises there. So I think he's a great pick, but I just don't think he fits in my eleven. And then what are the other potential transfers I'm considering for my team? It is the double Manchester United guys out. I have always had the eye on Mo Salah and Hyunmin Son coming into my team. The issue is, is that they play against each other this week. Is selling Marcus Rashford and Bruno Fernandes before Crystal Palace at home for Son or Salah going into this week worth it? Please let me know in the comments whether you think it's worth it. I can't get to Salah straight away. I have to do a downgrade somewhere else in my team in order to afford it. But is Marcus Rashford to Son worth a transfer this week? I think given the fixture, I just feel like holding on to the Manchester United guys for one more week is probably the best way to go. But I definitely will be doing these transfers going into game week eight or nine at the very latest. Son will be in my team for game week eight. Absolutely no doubt about that. Salah will be in at game week 10 at the very latest, but hopefully game week eight or nine. The other one is Diaby. Now, whether I bring him in for Mbwemo, I could do Bruno down to Diaby, Rashford down to Diaby in order to free up the money for maybe to get Salah in in a couple of weeks. I do still think Diaby is a player I'm really looking to target. Brighton are leaking goals. They are rotating quite heavily at the moment. So there is part of me that thinks potentially I need to go and buy him in to my team as soon as possible. He did blank against Chelsea, but I do still like him. However, I do plan on keeping faith with Mbwemo just for that Nottingham Forest fixture. If he blanks then, and then as Manchester United the week after, I might decide that I have to go and sell him. But for now, Mbwemo is going to stay. I just have to decide whether Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford are worth keeping given they have Palace and given the fixture that the likes of Son and Salah have this week. So overall, I'm not unhappy with my lineup at all. I know I need to get Son in. I know I need to find a route to Salah. And I know I've got a double Manchester United midfield problem. Outside of that, I'm not massively concerned with it. One free transfer, 3.1 million in the bank. At time recording, I know what the comments are going to say. 
but I think I'm going to roll my transfer this week. I just think I'll keep Bruno and Rashford for one more week for Palace at home, while Salah and Son have their difficult fixture for the last time before their nice run starts. And then I will look to make the switch of bringing in both Salah and Son into my midfield. Potentially a third transfer will be needed to free up the money, but I'm eyeing up both of them going into game week eight. I could do Fernandez or Rashford to Son this week. I can't get to Salah without a hit, and I'm not going to do that. So time recording, I'm... 70% I'm going to roll, 30% I'm going to do either Rashford or Fernandez out and just bring Son in despite the difficult fixture just because Spurs look like a much better team at the moment than Manchester United do. So that's my first transfer plan. So there's a lot to talk about. Let me know any questions you have about your team in the comment section down below. Any thoughts you have about my team, say what you'd like about Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford. Would you keep them or would you sell to Son despite the difficult fixture that they've got this week? Let me know. Could really do with a little bit of a a view from other people on this because they are starting to do my head in the team performances are not there but the fixtures still continue to be there captaincy armband will still be on Erling Haaland Bakaya Saka is getting the vice captaincy armband for me this week thank you for watching 1000 likes on the video is always the aim subscribe if you are new around here as well and I'll be back again very soon Podcast Network.